0: Good morning and welcome to the recordings of a fangirl hashtag sarcasm on this Wednesday, the 2nd of November 2022. So yesterday was the NFL trade deadline and boy was there a flurry of shit. And of course, there were people on Twitter who, you know, put their stupid, you know, Sources tell me shit on Twitter and they have no sources and dopey people believe in them like every every single time so let's review the traits hold on I'm going to get to my page on Twitter so I can just so I can just um um Read them off. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Trade deadline. Here we are. I'll do some of the one, the big ones. Um, the Jets made a trade too, but that was I think kind of like expected. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Um, the Bears are trading for Steelers, wide receiver chase claypool. So that was a biggie. Um vikings um got a trade so the vikings get tight end tj Hawkinson and a 2023 fourth round pick and a conditional um 2024 20, fourth round pick from detroit um which i think was uh, the lions get the get a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 third round pick but if the vikings win a playoff game then the 2024 becomes a fifth round pick um rock oh my god i can never say this linebacker smith from baltimore uh from chicago is going to the to baltimore so and then klein linebacker, AJ Klein and undisclosed draft in exchange for the linebacker, AJ Klein and undisclosed draft picks. Hold on, we're gonna look. Vikings officially place tight end um, Smith Jr. on injured reserve. He's expected to be out eight to 10 weeks, by the way. Breaking news from Adam Scheffner. The Denver is dealing linebacker Burley Chubb to the Dolphins for a package that includes 2023 first-round pick that Miami acquired from San Francisco. So Miami trades their first-round pick, their fourth-round pick of 24, and ru- running back Chase Edmonds. Detroit, Detroit. Denver trades Chubb and a 2025 fifth round. Um. So Miami Miami needs him. The Dolphins have only 15 sacks this season, by the way. Okay, as Broncos move, blah, 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 dun, dun, dun. I'm just going to say, oh, the trade. 49ers are trading running back Jeff Wilson to Miami. Um, their compensation is a fifth-round 23 pick. The Jaguars are trading for Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley. Compensation is still being finalized. Um. Here is the trade, blah, blah, blah. All right, the Falcons get a 23 fifth round and a conditional 24 fourth round. Um, Colts are trading Hines to Buffalo. Trace here, so here's the thing. So running back Sack Moss and a conditional sixth round pick in, in 23 to the Colts, for Hines to the Bills. The uh, the Chiefs traded um, C.B. Fenton Fenton, to the Falcons. They cheat. Okay, Um, linebacker. No, I'm just trying to read all the way here. They were a record ten trades made today, the most on ever trading deadline from the NFL. Ten trades at the deadline. Um, Also, the Jets made a trade too. So. But that's not really that important. Um, um, Here's some news right now. The Browns GM, Andrew Berry, says he expects quarterback Deshaun Watson to start when he's eligible to play in week 13 in Houston. So there you go. You hear any sirens in the background? That's the Indian Point plant. Just testing the alarm. Scaring the shit probably out of lots of people. But, you know, that's what they do. All right. So now let's talk about the Jets and Giants. I went to the Jets game. Oh, I should play everybody here. My niece doing the Jets chant, if you haven't heard it yet. Oh my God, she's so freaking awesome. Okay, wait. Now let's see if I have this up, volume up. All right, let's do, I'll do her first because she's hysterical. So she, so we walk into the stadium. You know, first we, I had explained to her what tailgating was, which was hysterical. Um, she had fun tailgating. And then we walk into the stadium. And as you get closer, you know, to go into the stadium, you know, all the fans are doing the J E T S, jazz, 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 right? So she soaked that in. Now she's four years old. So she soaks that in. Okay. And then. We're sitting there at the game, we're watching the game the first quarter, and people around us are doing chants, but then they're, they're cheering, and they're not doing it. So then she decides, well, you know what? I'm going to do my Jets chant. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets! And then my nephew has to do his, let's go! And then <laughs> he's six and a half. Um, But then she did let's go Jets and then I taught her the defense chair when they were on defense. So we taught her that she had a ball. She did not want to leave. Um, She's not like my brother and me like we were upset that they lost, but she doesn't care. She had fun. (laughs) She had fun. But now let's talk about the game because I can see things clearly from a clearly different standpoint when you are in person. It's amazing how your how your vision changes when you watch a football game in person. I'm not kidding. There's so much that I can that I can actually literally, you know, even say. Um, I'm just gonna find my notes because I'm telling you right now how crazy. Okay, here's what I said during the game. If you want to just compare Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson for a minute, and I know Daniel Jones has been in the league a lot longer, but here's the difference between how they're being developed. If you really want to develop a quarterback, you don't hire a defensive coordinator as your head coach. You hire an offensive coordinator as your head coach, and one that has developed a quarterback completely the giants head coach developed josh allen so all you jets fans out there who are so stupid who keep tweeting oh look we passed up josh allen josh allen would not be josh allen if he was on this team because they don't know how to develop quarterbacks. now i'm gonna say this sam darnold was is better is better than Zach Wilson when he was on this team. Um, If you compare the last five years, Donald's body of work by this point in his career was significantly more impressive than Wilson. And Sam played with way worse players. Zach Wilson has been given all the tools on the field necessary to be that franchise quarterback, okay? And he has done squat. I don't want to hear that he has talent. We all know he has talent. We all know he has talent. But I'm telling you this. He never throws deep one-on-one. He never throws into tight windows. He's never on time with the offense. Everything is scrambled out. He holds the ball longer than anyone else. He's always scrambling. And then when he's scrambling, he then complains that he doesn't want to throw the ball away. Zach, you have to throw it away. That's how you won three games in a row or four games in a row. That's how you win football games. It's not about being boring. It's not boring. You know what's boring? You losing. That's boring.
1: I, I don't know what else to really even say at this point.
0: But I mean, my God. There no, And then the offensive coordinator is the other problem. No screens, no slants. No special trickery plays. He doesn't know how to utilize the members on that team. Now, I understand Elijah Moore wants to get his reps, and he should. I mean, without question, he should be getting reps. Here's how it goes. It goes Garrett Wilson, number one, Corey Davis, number two, Elijah Moore, number three, Mims, number four. That's how it should be. That's how it should be with wide receivers. And then you have tight end, tight end. But there are not there's no plays like I don't know how like the flow wakes up in the morning and goes Okay, this is a great, these are great schemes to come out and play against the Patriots. Period, not even just the Patriots In every single freaking game, I said, I told you at last podcast the Jets have won in spite of the OC in spite of the head coach. They haven't won because of the coaching. They've won because they're great players. And they can they're most of them are gonna be elite players. Of course, then you have on the defensive side of the ball. You have elite players on the defensive side of the ball. But they gotta get their shit together on the offense. And can someone tell me um when is just like basically touching a quarterback uh pass uh roughing the passer like literally he touched him i think I think that was myers he just touched him and then mac fell down and that was passer interference that call should be made like every fucking game then for every team they should have to deal with that shit because that's exactly what it was it was like a little touch it was and you know i w- Because I was there at that game, that flag did not come out when that penalty happened. The flag came out after Carter scored that touchdown. That's how you know it was a Bill Belichick special. That was not a penalty. That changed everything the whole entire game because the Jets would have gone into halftime 17 3. Instead, they went in 10-6. And then they came out and blew the second half like usual because they don't come out with making adjustments. Bill Belichick comes out making adjustments, and our head coaches never fucking make adjustments in the second half. That's just how it works. Now, I didn't get to watch Daniel Jones that much. So I really don't have that much really to say about it, except we can just go over what happened. Okay. Um, oh, I have to do my fantasy team, by the way, which, you know, um, okay, let's, let's see. hold on a minute, yeah, this is GameStar, okay, let's see, I'm just going to look through my next, okay, kick off, all right, so, um, Daniel Jones got sacked, then he gets sacked again, now we're into the second quarter. Geno Smith with his touchdown pass. I'm not too surprised. Then we got you know Barkley obviously getting everything touchdown, and then we have Williams getting a sack. Williams is awesome. Then another sack. So we we did our work. We did our work. But then, you know, Daniel Jones gets sacked. But here's the difference between Jones right now with the sack and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson scrambles and loses like 15 fucking yards. Daniel Jones just takes the sack, loses maybe three yards, not 13. Then Myers makes a 51-yard field goal. Blah, blah, blah. Fourth quarter. All right, so we're in the fourth quarter. Then we make a 45. The Giants make a 45-yard field field goal. Okay, 13-13. Geno Smith has a what a great pass that was. What a great great touchdown. Then you have Walker with the 16-yard touchdown. And that's basically how the Seahawks were I mean then the Seahawks win. Daniel Jones gets sacked, loses the ball, they were done. So, I'm going to say this. The Giants had a chance to win this game when it was 13-13. I don't know what happened. But they had
1: their shot now nfl
0: nfl games let's see now here we go more games so now we're going into week nine am i correct on this yes so eagles are seven and 0 they're going to be eight zero because they're playing the houston texans i have no faith in the houston texans um, so I pick the Eagles. Colts, Patriots, I pick the Patriots. Packers, Lions, I pick the Lions. I am picking the Lions. I'm going to tell you this right now. The Buccaneers and the Packers are not making the playoffs. The one team that so far that I'm really like stunned about is Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings, they look dangerous. They look dangerous. The Eagles, I kind of pick them to win the division. I didn't pick them to be like 7-0, and oh, but I did pick them to win the division. The Giants to be in second and make the playoffs. Okay. Um, Chargers-Falcons. I pick the Chargers. Bills-Jets. I pick the Bills. Sorry, but I'm picking the Bills. Vikings-Commanders-Vikings. Panthers-Bengals. You know, that's going to be an interesting game, but I'm going with Joey B. I'm going with the Bengals. Uh, Raiders-Jaguars. I pick the, I pick the Jaguars. Dolphins, Bears, I pick the Dolphins. Seahawks, Cardinals, I pick the Seahawks. Rams, Bucks, I pick the Rams. Titans, Chiefs, I pick the Chiefs. And then your Monday night game is Saints Ravens. I pick the Ravens. That's what I'm that's where I'm going with. I mean, there's really nothing new this week to really like talk about in football. I mean, you have teams that you don't think should be sinking, sinking, and teams that are really showing you a good you know, really showing you great football that are shocking that you are actually showing you great football. And then you have your in-betweeners. So I think after this week, I'm going to make my Super Bowl predictions and my playoff predictions. Because I think after this week, we're going to really have a good show as to a showing as to who's going to make the playoffs, what the playoff teams are going to look like, who, you know, who maybe potentially they may play each other. And then I'm going to pick my Super Bowl picks. Um, Crazy, crazy, I know. And oh, I don't know if people heard, but this is an award-winning podcast. I won the Davy Silver Award for 2022 for this podcast. So for the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, which does NFL Wednesdays and hockey on Fridays. Branded series, thank you. So anyhow. Um. Let's check rankings before I go. Let's see. Um, well, let's look at the divisions. So the Bills are six and one. The Jets are five and three. Dolphins five and three. Patriots four and four. Chiefs are five and two. You have the Chargers in second, four and three. Let's just do this. Divisions: Raider, Ravens five and three. Bengals four and four. So it's an important game for the Bengals. Um, Titans five and two. Next. We got Eagles seven and zero, Cowboys and Giants both six and two, Seahawks five and three. Surprise! They are my surprise. Did I think Geno Smith was going to look this good? No, I had no. I I will tell you, I'm going to be honest. I had no faith in him, but boy, did he! He has. He's playing with salt. You can tell he's got. He's a little salty, a little salty because like people like me don't believe in him. Salty. I think that rubs him the right way when when he's playing like that. Chip on his shoulder vikings are six and one who came out and thought that not me and the packers are three and five i'm telling you i'm I'm shocked then in the next division you have the falcons are four and four you have the bucks and the saints at three and five and the panthers two and six i'm going to tell you the falcons are winning that division the bucks are not making the playoffs that's my prediction i am sticking with it i'm telling you now that's exactly it so the bills are still number one with the power rankings by the way um and the eagles are two then you have kansas city three you have dallas four you have san francisco five they were up from number seven you have baltimore at six now up two spots from eight you have minnesota ranked at seven they're still at seven tennessee up one from nine to eight you have the seahawks up six They used to be at 15, now they're at nine, and Cincinnati moved down five spots to 10. Giants are 11, they moved down to a rank 12 is the Dolphins they went up to. Patriots moved up four spots to 13. Let's see, the Jets moved down four from 10 to 14 after that loss. And at 15, you have the Rams, they moved down from number 11 to 15. You wanna know where everybody else is? Green Bay is ranked 19, and Bucks are down. They used to be 18, now they're at 20. That's how bad things are going. That's how bad things are going. So I got to make, you know, my fantasy team here. Um, I don't know. Like, each year it's different for me. Last year I totally sucked. Oh, my God. I was so bad last year. This year I would give anything for the jets to make the playoffs if even that means i have to lose my fantasy team <laughs> i don't care that's how bad i want the, i just want the jets to go so we have buys i gotta scoot people out here um i'll put him in there hold on a minute i gotta just scoot out running backs um there we go okay so that's one team done i gotta do my other team I'm still going with Burrow this week for fantasy, for people who need to know. Um, Dallas doesn't have a game, by the way, this week, for those that need to know. Um, tight ends I got to move my tight ends up. I will tell you, I'm not that bad this year.
1: I'm going to put – I'm
0: changing up my defense. I have Philly defense in one, um, in one uh, group. So I have two fantasy groups. I mean, two fantasy teams for two different leagues. I'm two and five in one. Ugh. That league I always suck in. Because um, I, I let the computer pick my, uh, my players, and then I'll try to look on the waiver wire and switch people off. And then the other one, I'm three and five, which is an improvement from last year even though i had chase jamar chase last year with burrow see i'm telling you now when you pick fantasy teams you always want to have a combo you want to have a combination between either quarterback and tight end or quarterback and wide receiver because that's what's going to get you the most points in your fantasy team because if they're throwing to the guy that you have you get double the points so it's the best way to run your fantasy team um but i try not to pick too many people player people put players on the same team because of bye weeks you always got to think about the bye week because the bye week ends up killing your team because you got to move all shit over the place but anyhow i digress so anyhow so let me talk about something else besides football so i just want to say if you do not have the ring doorbell Get it? It is the most fucking awesomest thing. So I'm setting up to do this podcast, right? And the doorbell freaking rings, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is at the doorbell?" So who's at the door? So you can just put the camera on my iPad. You know, I can put it on, put the microphone on for the ring, and it's people going around for voting because next week is voting. I don't really fucking care what you have to tell me at the door. Just give me the, give me your stupid pamphlet. Put the pamphlet in the door and go bye bye. I don't care, because nothing you say is going to make me change my mind. I already know who I'm voting for. That's the whole thing. Like, people already know who they're voting for. You're not going to change their mind on social media. So just quit while you're ahead, people. And number two, nothing anybody says in a commercial on TV is going to change my mind. We all know that people put out, you know, they they put all the skeletons in the other candidates' closet out there. We all know that shit. And they're going to come to the door and tell me who to vote for. no I already know who I'm voting for. Shut your shot. shut your mouth. I can't, I can't, I can't wait till actual after election day. The commercials go away, all the stupid shit I get in the mailbox goes away. Every day I get some other stupid shit in the mail. You're wasting paper by mailing things out. I know that, I know that mail works. I know that works. But please, my God, not every goddamn day, every day, something else in the mailbox. I hate it. I just, it goes right in, I don't even read it. I just take it and put it in the recycling bin. I already know who I'm voting for. I don't need you to send me shit. I know door-to-door mail works because I use it for my business. I know it works. But for election... I don't know why you bother wasting your time. I think if you're naive, I think you're naive and stupid to believe anything that they send you in the mail that they're going to actually do. Number 1 and 2, the commercials on TV when they try to you know, put all the dirty shit out there for you to see. You're stupid as shit if you believe that shit because they just want your vote. That's why they're telling you the bad, the evil things the other candidate's going to do if you vote for him because that's what they do. That's what they're supposed to do. See, here's how i think voting should go i don't think we should vote blue or we should vote red i think that's why we're screwed up in the position we're in because people vote for either democrats and all across the line or republican all across the line i don't vote for neither like i don't go i'm gonna go in there and vote republican i'm gonna go in there and vote democrat no i'm an independent voter i've stayed independent voter i will always be an independent voter i vote for the candidate that's going to do the job that I think that he or she is going to do. They're telling me they're going to do this job. I believe in them. I'm going to vote for them. I don't go, well, he's a Democrat. Okay. oh, he's a Republican. Okay. no, I vote for who's going to do the best job. Just like in football, you want the best team to win the game. You want the best candidate to win the election see we all get screwed up by listening to people on social media by listening to commercials on tv by getting mail in the mailbox and people coming to your fucking ass door don't get suckered in don't get suckered in vote for who you think is going to do the best job don't be a schmuck Basically, that's what I'm telling you right now and vote for. Well, oh, no, we need to vote Democrat Oh, we need to vote. Repo- no vote for who's going to do the job. That's my rant, that's my advice, and I'm sticking by it. I hardly have a voice. Oh, my God, and then cheerleading. God help me. Another girl got hurt yesterday. I had all the girls who were injured come back and now another girl got hurt. So She's out this week, but that's OK. Coach Steph here and my assistant coach, we will step in and we will fill in where we need to fill in and we will be able to practice this week because we got competition November 12th. We're all right, but still like, oh my God. Everything happens in threes. So I know the injuries are over because I had two girls get hurt and now we had number three. Remember that, everything happens in threes. So there's that. (laughs) I think that's like my new like favorite phrase. Well, there's that. Oh, oh, I know what I want to say. This goes for social media across the board. People who make these TikToks, okay, and these videos, can we stop saying this? I don't know who needs to hear this, but shut up. Nobody needs to hear this. Just say what you want to say without having to say the line I don't know who needs to hear this, but. you're stupid. That's what I'm gonna say. I don't, need, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're freaking stupid and you're driving me crazy with your stupid freaking videos that you have to keep telling people. I don't know who needs to hear this. Nobody on this earth really needs to hear it. If you think somebody needs to hear it, that's why you're making the video. So just get to the point without having to say, I don't know who needs to hear this. Oh my God, shut up. I am so sick of those stupid TikTok videos. I have everybody, ask, I don't know who needs to hear this. Well, obviously people need to hear it because people like your video and they agree with what you have to say. So instead of having to open with that line, can you find another way to open the video? How about if you want to tell people, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can vote for whoever you want, right? Instead of saying, I don't know who needs to hear this, you can just go, you can vote for whoever you want if you didn't know that now you do something like that is much better than going i don't know who needs to hear this oh my god i start flipping those away now i start scrolling past those i don't even watch them anymore i can't stand it and for all those on instagram don't say i didn't warn you that instagram would implode it's imploding still and in six months from now It's a goner. It's going to die. Facebook's already half dead. Instagram is on its way out. I've said this. I've said it. People don't want to listen to me. They roll their eyes. They tell me, oh, I still get clients. I'm still getting views. Do you not realize what's happening? Bots and spam profiles and hackers are causing it to implode. Because that's all that's on there. So when you say, well, I'm getting 1,000 views, 100,000 views on my videos, you're getting bots viewing it. That's what's been happening. You're not getting people like me, real people, looking at your shit. And people get their accounts suspended now, and people have, oh my God, it's a mess. So I'm telling you all now if you have a business, get your shit off Insta. You should be doing TikTok, you should be doing Nextdoor, you should be doing Pinterest and YouTube. You should be doing Twitter. Those are the places you and LinkedIn. You should be doing those. You should not be doing Instagram. You're going to regret it if you don't start doing another platform now. It takes time to build up a new platform. It's not instant. Get your shit off Insta. If you're an athlete, get your shit off Insta. Now, I know NFL players love Twitter, and sometimes I I cringe when they tweet whatever pops into their brain, but at least they're on Twitter. And most of them are on TikTok. Get off Insta. Get off Insta. Insta's no
1: good. No good platform. Get off it. It's amazing.
0: And if you're a creator, like me, a content creator, you can get paid on Pinterest. You can get paid on Twitter. You can get paid on TikTok and LinkedIn as a creator. And guess what's happening on YouTube? YouTube Shorts, you're going to be able to get paid as a creator. It's coming. It is coming. But if you haven't set up yet for it, it's going to take a while. To, to reap the rewards. So get your shit off Instagram and get it on those platforms. Now I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I own a social media company. I'm seeing it every single day. I've experienced the, the worst part of Instagram. And when I'm, I've been off Insta for over six months and my life is 10,000 times better. And I spend time and focus on the platforms that need me to focus on them because that's where the engagement is. The engagement and the money are not on Instagram. It's on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube and Pinterest and LinkedIn and Nextdoor. That's where they all are in a mix, but they're all there. Why people are so fucking stupid to not wanna listen. When someone who's an expert tells you, get your shit off it. They just want to roll their eyes and go, oh, well, I have everything on there. Well, download your videos now. Download your stuff now. Put it in a box. Put it in a Google Drive. Put it somewhere. I don't care where you put it. And get off. You're going to regret it. I'm telling you now, karma's a bitch. I've seen karma work. I can tell you she's a bitch. Anywho. Anywho, that's who. So Friday, I will be doing my hockey show. Hopefully I have a voice by then because our, our high school team that my cheerleaders root for, you know, the, fo- the, the football squad, we have our last game tomorrow night. So hopefully I have a voice. I hate night games. <laughs> Outside in the cold, my my throat will kill me. Um, and then we'll do the podcast for hockey on Friday. Uh, talking fashion of hockey players, talking about Rangers. Oh my god, how awesome was that game last night against the Flyers? That was definitely a playoff atmosphere, intense game. I will go over some other stuff that's happening in the hockey league and in the National Hockey League as well. But mostly, I talk about the New York Rangers and what else will i talk about tomorrow oh i have other things i have another rant i have other things to talk about problems on twitter as usual and i'll talk about all that lovely fun little stuff but join me on friday and oh 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 friday it will be on youtube it will be a video podcast not an audio so it will be good it will be good and hopefully i have a voice and you'll can see how much coffee (laughs) I have to drink in order to be awake. (laughs) Because Friday is going to be fun. So have a great rest of the week. And remember, this weekend is daylight savings time. We fall back an hour. We fall back an hour. Remember, in the spring, we spring ahead In the fall, we fall back an hour. So you all will get an extra hour of sleep. And no, it is not in the books yet that we are, that daylight savings time is over. The house still has to pass the law. It's not reality yet until the house passes it.
1: Okay. Toodaloo.